Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. In Edmonton, it's four degrees. I'm Eileen Bell. 630 Chad's Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer with guest host Reed Wilkins starts right now. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in a hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digital. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. It's on to Sweden for the Edmonton Oilers. They practiced in Gothenburg earlier today. Chris Russell, who was on injured reserve and who didn't play yesterday in Germany, was on the ice. Here's head coach Todd McClellan. I haven't been told by the training staff or the doctors that he won't be uh, so I'm planning like he is uh, there'll be some evaluation that'll be done later on today and we may know more tomorrow but uh, I have four penciled in unless I'm told otherwise all right so McClellan thinking Russell will be good to go in about 47 hours when the puck drops against the New Jersey Devils we'll have that game for you on 6:30. Chad 9 30 in the morning for the face-off show game at 11 the D pairings today at practice Clefbaum with Larson nurse with Benning Russell with Bear and Garrison and Bouchard. Now, if they do activate Russell, they'd have to make some sort of a move. Russell is on injured reserve. Would Bear get assigned to the American Hockey League, or would they assign Evan Bouchard perhaps back to the London Knights? And then uh, one of those players would would physically make that trip to that team once they come back to North America. That is something to watch for here as we move along. Hey, thanks a lot for tuning in today. It is 12.07. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now. You will hear from Bob in a few minutes as uh, he was at practice today and he'll kind of wrap up the uh, few days they spent in Germany culminating in that 4-3 overtime win over the, the Cologne Sharks yesterday and he'll set the stage for us in Sweden as uh, they get uh, ready to take on the New Jersey Devils. Now in Sweden of course two of the big stories there are going to be Adam Larson and Oscar Kleffbaum both back in their uh, in their homeland though those two guys from from really different parts of 
Sweden. Uh, Clefbaum grew up in Karls, uh, Karlstad, which is further to the south. Uh, it's actually known for being a very sunny part of Sweden. It's known for its sunshine. Uh, Larsen, meanwhile, grew up in Skelleftea. And for some context of where that is, it's further north than Yellowknife. Uh, I mean, if it were in Canada, it, it would be in the in the territories, uh, and and the climate there very similar to uh, to Edmonton. Uh, I, I was quickly checking just some average temperatures today. Skelleftea's average high in July is around 21. Edmonton's is in the the 23 and a half range. The average low in Skelleftea in January and February is minus 13. Edmonton's uh, around minus 14. So uh, Larson, I guess, right at home in terms of uh, in terms of the weather, but in terms of the 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 mix between the the daylight and then the hours of darkness, he would actually have grown up in in even more severe shifts than we get from the summer to the winter here. But anyway, those two guys in Gothenburg ready to go, and Larson thrilled to be playing in his home country. Of course, it's a special, special event for us. Um, both me and Oscar will have a lot of friends and family in the stands, and obviously we haven't had a chance to play an NHL game here before, so it's uh, it's going to be a special night. And Clefbaum on his return to Sweden. Yeah, it's it's a special it's a special feeling for sure. I haven't been here since I don't know six years back, and it's it's a lot of. Uh, Great memories from here when I played in, in Ferrestad, so it's uh, it's definitely uh, a big day for me coming back here and then to be here with the guys. It's uh, it's a special feeling. So they'll be getting a lot of attention in Sweden, just like Dreisaitl and Reeder did in Germany, especially Dreisaitl playing against his uh, hometown pro team, knows a lot of those guys on the Cologne Sharks. He was the, the first star in yesterday's game. I think that was an inevitable pick, regardless of how he played in the game. He did get an assist on the goal scored by Toby Reeder in the first period. Today on Oilers Now, presented by Digitex, trusted by 630Chad, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more, digitex.ca. Bob Stoffer will check in in a few minutes. We'll have Sportsnet's Louis DeBrusque on the show. This was a pretty significant day in the life of Louis DeBrusque. We'll get into that with him. And, of course, uh, I'm sure he'll have some thoughts on Tom Wilson, on uh, on Brad Marchand jumping in on Lars Eller last night after uh, shortly after the 7 nothing goal and what the Bruins thought was excessive celebration by Eller. And, of course, Louis uh, took in the uh, Vancouver 5-2 win over the Calgary Flames. Alan May, who covers the Capitals, will also jump on the show. And a new regular here on Oilers now every Thursday at one. 30 Brian Burke who uh, can talk about discipline since he uh, used to do that job so there's some uh, things to look forward to today Connor McDavid taken to the ice in Sweden for practice earlier today of course he has been to Sweden before though uh, I don't know if he really got to experience a lot of the country I've been to Malmo just for the World Juniors in 2014 and uh, you know the World Juniors they keep you pretty pretty locked up so we didn't uh, get to experience the 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 city or the culture too much so I'm looking forward to getting to experience a little bit of that but uh, you know also getting down to business here all right. Well, the points uh, obviously count in the standings on Saturday, so it will be business for the Oilers captain and his teammates. Ryan Nugent Hopkins going to be on that line with Connor McDavid to start the season. Here's what he felt about practice today. I mean, I think we should be pretty used to the time difference and uh, over the jet lag, but we're still we're still a little bit into that. So uh, it's good to get the legs flushed out and uh, just get a hardworking, uh, good practice and uh, do some power play at the end, which is nice. 
And here's a little bit from Nuge on what they learned playing in Germany yesterday. Well, it was quite a bit different, but I think special teams is a big thing that we uh, we got a lot of both penalty kill and power play. So uh, whether it's big ice or small ice, you you can still work on your special teams really a lot out there. So I think that was good. I thought uh, both were going pretty pretty well. So uh, that should carry on into Saturday. Well, of course, a lot's going to hinge on the Oilers' special teams this season. Power play, terrible. Uh, penalty, penalty kill, Brendan Escott, the producer of Oilers now. The, the penalty kill was interesting last year, and not always in a good way. Uh, I mean, we all know about the home road split, and for about the first half of the season, they were, I mean, the, the lowest they sank to was 54% on home ice. Like, shockingly bad. After February 1st, the final 26 games of the season, the Oilers had the second-best penalty killing in the NHL. Like, overall, not home-road split. They had the second-best penalty killing in the overall, but it was so bad for most of the season, they only jumped up to, to, to 25th. Uh, I think a concern at the end of the regular season, or the end of the preseason here, too, and again, things can change in, in, the, in the regular season, they took too many penalties. I mean, even taking five yesterday, and, uh, I mean, we were sitting up top seven against the Cavs. What was that stretch? We were keeping track of it. Four minutes and three seconds straight they were shorthanded against the Flames? Something like that, yeah. It was, it was terrible. But uh, I, you can see that they structured a lot of their offseason moves based on the fact that they know that that needed to improve, right? They bring in a Brodziak, they bring in a Reader, and they cleaned out the coaching staff, which is what everyone was calling for last year as well. So I expect an uptick, but you're right. I mean, it's it's easy to solve that problem at the root of it if you just don't take the penalty in the first place. Well, and that's the thing. And if you, if, if you keep giving the other team's offensive chances I mean you're basically letting them practice their power play in a game (laughs) and odds are eventually they're going to cash in so I think a better killing percentage and and, and fewer penalties and I know at the other end of it the Oilers are hoping to be awarded more power plays as well and look I'm not I'm not going down I don't I don't think the refs are against the Oilers or there's a conspiracy I don't believe any of that at at all Um, but I think you hope that Maybe they get a few more calls this season. Maybe they can generate more power plays. And I I think if the Oilers' goal differential does swing into the positive, I I think a lot of that is going to come from the performance on special teams. You can reach out on the Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. That's courtesy River Cree Resort and Casino. This October, the River Cree turns 12 and will be giving away over $120,000 guaranteed in cash and cars. Celebrate with River Cree and swipe your player's card to start earning free ballots into our promotions. This is their big thank you for allowing them to be the number one casino in Edmonton and area. Must be 18 plus. Visit rivercreeresort.com for more details. So that's 780-496-0063. You can text us at 63630. Follow the show on Twitter at Oilers. Now, uh, some texts uh, rolling in here. Just going to get to a few and then we'll uh, read some more throughout the show. Kevin from Stoney says, I'm a Flames fan. I am hitting the panic button. I forgot how much it sucks watching hockey when your team underperforms more often than not. Kevin, buddy, it's okay. Don't hit the panic button. I, like, just maybe hover your hand over the panic button, but don't actually hit it yet. Uh, Jim said, my opinion, Bouchard is not ready. Grievous errors in Cologne, uh, not ready yet. Back to junior, best for him. And uh, this texter says, Pedersen pretty much set the pace last night. Wow, what a game for the Canucks. Also, Austin Matthews is leading Connor McDavid in the scoring race. Well, that's accurate. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Bulls to nothing. There you go. 1216. Always enjoy your texts. We'll bring in Stoffer from Sweden when we get back. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, good to have you along for the ride. Coming up this weekend on 6.30, Chad, Oilers and Devils from Sweden. 9.30 face-off show Saturday morning. The game will start at 11. And then on Monday, noon for the countdown to kick off. 2 o'clock for the start of the game. Eskimos and Rough Riders. And uh, man, oh man. Eskimos coming off. A tough one. Riders are looking good, having won six of their last seven. Hopefully uh, the Eskimos able to bounce back against a team that is looking very, very strong. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stoffer today, but we do have Bob on the line from Sweden. Hey, Bob, good to hear from you. How's it going, man? Well, it's uh, rainy here in Sweden today, but uh, besides that, there's worse places to be. So there it's all you go. perspective. Hey, but before we get into what you saw at practice today and maybe some potential moves for the Oilers, let's just put the capper on a, on a few days in Germany. Exciting game yesterday. The, the crowd looked like they were absolutely enthralled by what was happening. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really a cool experience. I mean, as you know, I'm a heavy-duty uh, football fan, sort of one that's grown over time. Uh, so I was well aware of, you know, sort of what happens with football. But in terms of the uh, the hockey, it's it's different. I mean, the Rob Dom connection, even with Peter Dreisaitl, I mean, Peter watches our stuff on Oilers TV all the time and, and keeps an eye on Leon. So, you know, you have a bit of – I've had friends, Brad Tuchuk, I know quite uh, well, played over in uh, Germany. Uh, um, Greg Parch is uh, no longer with us, bounced around Europe for a number of years. Uh, lost some Oilers. Sean Bell played in Hamburg. Uh, a lot of people thought maybe that's a franchise somebody should have bought. But, you know, it's interesting, Reed. They do a great job of supporting the team in terms of the in-game experience, but the cost to go to the games are so cheap but they can't make any money off the product, which is a, a bit of a problem. Like, the end zone seats that people would have seen in yesterday's games, those go for $240 a year. So $240 Euro for the year, and they play 26 games. So those end zone seats are less than $10 or 10 euros per game. And those are the coveted spots. So it, it's tough to make a lot of money when that's the current day. The Cologne team averages 12000 um, the building's nice, but it wasn't, you know, it, it's nothing at all like what we have at uh, Rogers Place. But it's roughly the same age as uh, the Bell Center in Montreal, and it's a night and day difference. Now, all that said, they support their team. It was a unique experience yesterday. It was fun. And ultimately, the Oilers got the win in the overtime, and nobody got hurt. So uh, it made for a pretty good overall day. All right. Uh, moving on to Sweden now. The Oilers did 
practice today. I know you put out the line combos and the deep pairings, uh, what would have been early in the morning here for Edmontonians, and we had the clip right off the top of the show about Todd McClellan saying that he has Chris Russell penciled in to play on Saturday, which means he would be activated off injured reserve, which means uh, there would have to be a corresponding uh, roster move, at, at least on, on paper, until they get back to North America after the game is actually played. Uh, what's your sense there, Bob? I mean, uh, Baron Bouchard are, are obviously the two uh, younger guys that could be easily assigned either to the minors or to junior. Well, what would you do in that situation? Well, you know what I would do now, given how Bear has played? I, I, I would assign Bouchard to London, and then you can still use him later on in the season if you need him. You, you, can, you can bring Bouchard back up? Can you not bring a guy back up, or is, he, no. is that past? I'm pretty sure you can't bring him back up once you send him down. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% sure. No, you're probably right. I'm probably getting it mixed you know, up I, with I, other guys. I can find out by the next commercial. Set, but didn't, but um, did the Flames not do that with Bennett, or was his junior season over? No, his junior season was over. Okay, he, he yeah, then you can't, then you're, then, then you're right. You can't yeah, bring him back. That's, that's, yeah, your junior year has to be over. And because of what you just said, that's why I don't think Bouchard is going down. Because I think Bouchard is going to get an NHL game. Okay. Uh, there is there is a real... Uh, I think it's entirely possible, as an example, that it might be Bouchard who plays with Garrison on uh, on Saturday. And then maybe the orders do assign Bouchard back once Russell's ready for Boston, if, if Russell can't go. But that's, you know... I'm like, I mean, the other, the other option is they send down a chase up. They send down the 14th forward and carry the AP because they want to take a look. I'll tell you what would give it away, but I, I haven't seen them yet in the, the hotel. Is if I saw Bouchard's parents here, I knew he'd be playing on Saturday, but I haven't seen his parents because usually they fly the parents in for the game, and that's a long way to fly them in for the game. So uh, there's, there's, I guess, three different scenarios, right? One scenario is they signed, and remember, they've already done a paper transaction with Bear before. So right. one scenario is they assign Bear back to Bakersfield. The other, another scenario is Bouchard goes to Junior and that's it. He's in Junior until the season's over. And then the other scenario is you don't have to do anything with the two defensemen. You can turn around and send down uh, Chase on it quitter since he was in on the PTO. Um, and then the fourth scenario is to delay Russell for a game and then make the decision when we get back to North America. So that might be the easiest of the four. I, but I, at this stage of the game, I'm conflicted because I think that a bear certainly come on. Right. But I think they want, I think they want to see what they got in Bouchard. Who do you think has been better? Uh, I think overall bear has been better. If I factor in, if I factor in all aspects of the game, I think Bear's been better. What do you think? Okay, I think it's really close. I don't mean to sound gutless on this issue, but they do they do things. I, I would say at the beginning, Bouchard was better, and certainly the last couple NHL preseason games, uh, Bear was better. Uh, yesterday, as the game elevated and the pace picked up, I really liked Bouchard's game, and he is smart. Uh, Bear's got one big advantage though: that his teammates know. Because he got the 18 games in last year, so that that might help him a wee bit. Uh, and then one more 
uh, thing that I can tell you is the players have already spoken to me about the maturation that like they're like Bouchard just gets it. Uh-huh. He's a really mature kid. So there's different perspectives there. All right. Well, that'll be something to watch for for sure. And yeah, going to be tough for whichever guy doesn't get to stick around because obviously they both worked hard and have stood out at different times during training camp. Uh, Bob, uh, obviously it's going to start for real against the New Jersey Devils. They also beat their Europe, European opponent in overtime. That was on Monday. They beat Burn 3-2 with, uh, with Taylor Hall scoring. You know, the Devils were one of those teams obviously uh, exceeded expectations last year and, and Taylor Hall led the way. He had that incredible point streak and he wound up winning uh, the Hart Trophy. But it's going to be uh, Kincaid and not Schneider in goal on Saturday. Well, the owners haven't lost to Taylor Hall yet since the trade's been made, right? So they won all four games. Uh, Taylor had a tremendous year. It's a remarkable story. Uh, one that Right now, a lot of people shaking their heads still to this day over, right? Uh, so what, what ended up transpiring there. So uh, I'm pleased for him that he elevated his game. Uh, he helped keep the building full in Edmonton for a number of years. And for those of us that were actually around during those years, I think there's a real appreciation for what he brought. Um, and, you know, you and me used to get texts on our shows all the time about him. And I just sit there and, you know, all I know is that guy drives it on the ice. He's a, you know, so it's going to be a, I will tell you. I will tell you two things that will make you laugh. And I know we're up against the break here. As the Taylor Hall scrum started today, Jim Matheson referred to Taylor Hall as Connor. <laughs> and just before you would think, okay, well, Connor had a one-up today. Uh, we went outside the uh, facility, and they had to page Connor because Connor was going to do a media availability, and he didn't have his dog tag on his accreditation for the Global Series. And so security didn't let Connor McDavid back in the building for an interview that he was going to do. So that's great. <laughs> that's his biggest biggest hockey star in the world, and he, the security guy doesn't want to let him in because he doesn't have his dog tags. It was uh, it was one of those days here in uh, Gothenburg. Awesome stuff, Bob. Thanks for popping on the show hey, here. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Take care. Have fun with Berkey. Right on. That's Bob Stoffer. And yeah, Brian Burke's coming up at 1.30, presented by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication solar. And Louis DeBrusque is coming up after the 12.30 news. Oilers Now on 6.30, Chad. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30, Chad.